January 12th. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Matthew. In chapters 8 and 9 of the book of Matthew, we'll read about the fact that God can meet every need. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. You cast every care on Him. That's what He wants you to do, you know. Cast all your cares on Him, for He cares for you. And God responds to faith. The men who brought their friend exercised cooperative faith, while the sick woman had almost superstitious faith. Christ asks you and me the same question, the same question He asked the two blind men. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Well, let me ask you, what's your reply to that question from the Lord? What's your concern? Do you believe He's able to meet uh, your concern? God's greatest concern is the salvation of sinners. The healing of the sick is a great miracle, yes, and the raising of the dead, very impressive, even a greater miracle. But the salvation of the lost soul is the greatest miracle of all. And God calls us to help Him reach the lost. Well, with that, let's begin reading today here in the New Testament. January 12th, Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 17. Jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake to his own town. Some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Blasphemy! This man talks like he is God! Some of the teachers of religious law said among themselves. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why are you thinking such evil thoughts? Is it easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or get up and walk? I will prove that I, the Son of Man, have the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, take your mat, and go on home because you are healed. And the man jumped up and went home. Fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen right before their eyes. They praised God for sending a man with such great authority. As Jesus was going down the road, he saw Matthew sitting at his tax collection booth. Come, be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. That night, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to be his dinner guests, along with his fellow tax collectors and many other notorious sinners. The Pharisees were indignant. Why does your teacher eat with such scum? they asked his disciples. When he heard this, Jesus replied, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Then he added, Now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to be merciful. I don't want your sacrifices. For I have come to call sinners, not those who think they are already good enough. One day the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus responded, Should the wedding guests mourn while celebrating with the groom? Someday he will be taken from them and then they will fast. And who would patch an old garment with unshrunk cloth? For the patch shrinks and pulls away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger hole than before. 
and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. The old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. That way, both the wine and the wineskins are preserved. My name is Damien. I'm headed up to phase two. Brother Vince, Eric, John, you guys are doing amazing things down there. My brother's still down there at the farm. I miss you guys already. Uh, on my way to Lancaster, we're at the Veritas. Welcome in the new guys. Can't wait to come back down there and serve and see everybody down there again. Uh, just want to thank you guys for everything you're doing. Amazing things happening in this ministry. God's coming to my heart. You new guys down there, I'd just like to encourage you. Uh, keep your head in the game. Finish strong. I love you guys. 1 Corinthians 13, let me look at verse 5 again. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, it does not, Love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And watch this. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not keep a file. Love does not log. Woo. Some of you can't love the person you're in relationship with because your file on them is so big. You got a cabinet with folders in it about everything you did to me. And every now and then, you ever seen one of them file cabinets that if you hit it right, the thing will pop over? Remember Sanford and Son? Sanford and Son, they lived in a junkyard. Fred Sanford had a desk with glasses in it, a bunch of glasses in it, but to open the thing, he had to go like this and do something, and the thing would pop out. There are certain things that make you pop your file out, and you pull it out. And it has nothing to do with today, in 2016, what we're dealing with, but this thing triggered the file. So when that happened, I remember when I was in the third car in the funeral, and I'm your wife, and you made me ride in the third car. You show me this, Skeeter, what what you think about me. It was 1979. It was Saturday. I remember we was at Bessie's house. It was overcast, but it was hot out there. I remember when I got out the minivan and I bought the crabs and set them on the table and your nasty mother had the audacity to tell me that's the wrong table. We don't put the crabs on that table. And I said, what table are we supposed to put it on? It's the only table out here. And ever since then, you've defended her and haven't had my back. And I'm telling you, you go. We had Chick-fil-A, 2016. Love doesn't file. You know what God's saying? Treat people like I treat you. Because I, I burned your file. I burned your file at Calvary. Psalm chapter 10, verses 16 through 18. The Lord is King forever and ever. 
Let those who worship other gods be swept from the land. Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will listen to their cries and comfort them. You will bring justice to the orphans and the oppressed, so people can no longer terrify them. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything your land produces. Then He will fill your barns with grain, and your vats will overflow with the finest wine.